Hey guys, welcome back to Tribe of Unicorns. I'm your host, Kendra, and today I'm speaking with the fantastically transformative, beautiful Doc Peace. She is a transformational rhythmic speaker, an empowerment guru, and best-selling author. I first encountered Peace when we were both featured speakers at a virtual conference. She shared her message across a global stage, and now she's here to share her message with you. She's sharing today how to transform your mind, empower your voice, and enrich your life. It's time to stop playing small, and she's sharing her gold method on how to do that, how to move past fear, how to make an impact, how to own your true self. So grab a cup of coffee and listen in. Welcome to Tribe of Unicorns. I'm your host, Kendra Beavis, and today I have sitting with me, Doc Peace. Doc Peace, welcome. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, Kendra, you are incredible, and I'm so very excited to connect with you and your amazing unicorn tribe. Uh, Well, I mean, unicorn doesn't even begin to describe you. I stalked you on Facebook and Instagram, (laughs) and I've listened to probably everything I could get my hands on. Your voice, your words are, they, I've just talked about this episode coming up to so many of my friends, and I just, I said, she just touches your soul. She just brings something out of you. I, I've, everything you've ever said, it, it moves me in some sort of emotion, whether it be to tears or laughter, you're absolutely amazing. So I'm so, so honored to have you here. Your war, your words really warm my heart. And I'm so honored to be here connecting oh. with you. So tell us what you actually do and how you got there. Cause I'm sure you didn't start out doing what you do now. That is so true. I actually started off uh, in a pharmacy actually. So I got my doctorate from UCSD or University of California, San Diego, went to school for nine years, getting my doctorate of pharmacy, Uh, worked in pharmacy for about five to six years, including residency. And then I realized that I wasn't fully uh, living out my dream life. Um, I had my um, perfect home, perfect car, perfect job, making great money as a pharmacist, but I wasn't fully fully fulfilled. Um, And so that realization kind of led me to where I am now. Um, I kind of skipped a few steps, but (laughs) that's (laughs) um, that's kind of the the bigger picture that uh, that transitioned me from as a full-time pharmacist to a transformational rhythmic speaker and empowerment guru, which is what I do now. Um, and I feel that I'm actually on the path my, of fulfilling my life's purpose. Um, because I went to pharmacy school so that I could help people <laughs> uh, providing medication education, teaching them how to use their medication and what it's for, how to take it, what to expect. Um, the three questions as, uh, that we're taught to ask as a pharmacist to really help people. But I realized that I can help people even more by not only educating them about their medication, but inspiring them to live their best life in real time to pursue their passions, all of their passions. Um, And so as a pharmacist, I was only pursuing that one passion, Mm -hmm. but now I'm able to pursue all of my passions and really express all of me. And so that's what I, I aim to do. And that's what I teach my clients to do as well. So why do you think that is? I mean, do you think if you were a little girl and you had exposure to someone like yourself doing what you do, do you think you would have grown up and thought like, that's what I want to be? Or do you think it was because like we grow up and you have job titles that we kind of see, right? Like Mm. police officer, fireman, teacher, you know, doctor, nurse, they're sort of like these set kind of normal boxes. Um, Do you think it's, it's more because I see now people trying to expand and do these things that you've never even heard of. I, I wonder how much of it was our exposure and how much of it is now we're feeling um, free to sort of make these shifts. I definitely think that it's part of the the whole freedom to feel um, like it's possible because as a child, we're taught that there's only certain things, there's, uh, we're in a, this box of s- certain options. So I remember 
um, being asked, what do you want to be as a child? And I suggested certain things like I want to be an artist and um, my parents were like, no, there's no money in that. Right. Um, I want to be, I want to travel the world. Wait, how would you do that without money? And so like, it was when I said, I want to be a doctor. And then they were like, yes, that's a great <laughs> plan. Let's right. do that. Um, and so um, I became a doctor, um, a doctor of pharmacy. And so it provided that great money, that job, quote unquote, job security, mm-hmm. Um but I mean, my heart, my heart really lies in um, this entrepreneur world while I'm able to really express and um, really use the artistic creative side to, um, to help others. Right. And so that's, I mean, I think that's really important to, to really kind of dive in here because, I mean, you could be doing something for the money, um, but if it doesn't directly align with your purpose... Um, then you're kind of just going through the motions. You find yourself just going through the motions. It becomes this kind of like empty life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't believe that we are made, we are intended, we are put on this world to live this empty life of just going through the motions. I 100% agree. Yeah. So I help my clients. Um, I'm actually on a mission to help a thousand women um, really clearly define their purpose and confidently advance towards that purpose. And I say confidently because oftentimes we uh, we're stuck. We're stuck in our own little bubble. Um, we tell ourselves this story of what's possible. Like this right. is this is where I'm meant to be. This is what I'm going to do. This is where the money is. This is the only way I can make money. This is the only thing I can do with my life. So you end up telling yourself the story over and over again, and then you start living that, that life in that bubble, but you don't give yourself the opportunity to explore something different and to actually honestly pursue your passions and move towards your purpose. So that's what I, I help my clients do, give them the confidence to actually pursue their purpose. How many people do you come across that know there's something missing but have absolutely are completely unaware that it's even available to them. So many people. Um, I think that that's a common trend um, nowadays. And it, I mean, it saddens my heart and, but it also, um, it makes me realize that I was one of those people just a few years ago. Um, It wasn't that I was, you know, uh, struggling. It wasn't that I was uh, struggling uh, financially or in life or anything. It was just that I felt that I was just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing what I was quote unquote supposed to be doing. Right. Um, And so, and when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, um, you might get those satisfying nods, uh, people, um, uh, approving of what you're doing but if if you're not uh happy internally with that then that's where the problem lies um and so i've talked to a lot of people who um they feel like they're stuck they have Mm -hmm. they might have this great job they might be living this dream life um on the outside um but they're not living um with their soul they're right. not living their, they're not living out their purpose. How do you find that with someone? I mean, I would imagine that's a really deep journey. I I think that's a really good question, but I feel that people are able to open up to me mm-hmm. and share this with me because I open up to them. Um, so when I'm speaking at certain events, even, even virtually or in person, I'm sharing these deep uh, moments from my life. Um, and honestly, I'm kind of a shy person. And so like for me to be able to like open up and share this with people, I think people can kind of sense that that I'm like giving them this deep dive into my life. And so, um, when you open up to someone, it kind of helps break down those barriers. So they feel that they can open up with you. And so I've had people, um, friends, people, acquaintances, people I've just met come up to me and share, um, share these stories and share where they're at and where they want to be. Right. Um, and I mean, it's amazing. And 
it actually made me realize that if you can actually imagine or envision something better, um, if you can give yourself the permission to envision a better future for yourself, um, then you've already kind of made that first step. Mm-hmm. You're not stuck from, you're not stuck going bouncing forward between A and B. You're actually kind of advanced all the way up to C. You're like, you're to give yourself permission to envision a better future mm-hmm. is already like a step in that forward direction. That permission is huge because, you know, even in your, in your case, you had committed uh, nine years of schooling, you know, all of these, this time. And I feel like a lot of people that I talk to, well, I've gone down this road. I'm so far down this road. Now I'm pot committed. I've paid for this education. I haven't even finished paying off my student loans yet. Um, you know, that that's, how do you even talk them through like, okay, but it could be better. You can yeah. get past that. You can, you can make more money than you could ever imagine doing something that you love. Like, how do you get past that fear? I guess is the question. Oh, that fear is what holds us back, first of all. That fear is what keeps us in our bubble. So I ask these questions because as a parent, I want I always think about like what was it that made us make this choice? Like when we were kids, we were shown this or that. We have our parents who want us to be happy and healthy and secure in our finances and our 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 job security and not struggle. And I get that. Yeah. And I don't think they had the opportunities that we have and that our, our next generations have with the, the, with social media, with the internet, with all this technology at our fingertips to not only be able to communicate, but also to learn anything we want to learn. And it's widened and opened up all these different types of jobs that were never around before. Um, So I think about that all the time as a parent, like, how do I let my kids know, you know, not to, not to push them in one direction or another, because I think it might be financially good and secure, but let them also find something that is going to provide a good life for them. And it, it's yeah. interesting that we can kind of create successful businesses out of things that weren't even, uh, didn't exist 10 years ago. That's so true. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not good to be focused. It's very good to be focused, to get it going, to go in that direction that you uh, that you set for yourself. But when you realize when that is not now aligned with your purpose, that it's not doesn't really resonate with who you are now, I think that's where the issue lies. Yeah. And so, like, I know what you mean. Um, I'm not myself a parent um, yet. But my mom, um, a single mother of three, she immigrated from Nigeria when she was in her early 20s, um, where she met my dad and had three, three uh, daughters. She, raised, she ended up raising us single-handedly, um, and she became a nurse in order to kind of handle the finances. So the, the nursing job was a very good, stable financial career for her. Um, and so she instilled in us that education was the key to success. Right. The education was a key to success, and it's, it was important to find a job or a career that um, that really allowed us to to be successful, quote unquote, successful. Um, I say it in quotes because success varies from person to person. Everyone yes. has a different idea of success. So how I define success is when your future self looks back at your present and smiles with pure content. Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just say it again because it, you know, yes. it's a lot of words there. So it's success is when your future self looks back at your present and smiles back with pure content. So you are making those forward moves towards the future you that you envision. And I feel like that is success. You're, you're successful if you're moving towards your future self. You're right. aligning with your purpose. You're moving towards your vision. That is success. So moving down, back or uh, going back to my mom's encouragement to, to, uh, to get education and, and her push to get it going. So that's what encouraged me to become a pharmacist. Right. Um, and I'm glad that I did. And I'm I learned so much during the schooling process. I learned, it, it really kind of broke me free from my shell. 
because I was a little girl, shy girl. I had a lisp. I had, um, I didn't like speaking in front of people. I didn't like communicating. I didn't like talking. I didn't, I didn't like sharing things. Like I, it, so going, going through that educational process and becoming a pharmacist and having to engage with my classmates and my, and the doctors and nurses and far, and all like the team and everything, it kind of broke me out of my bubble and helped me to really express, communicate confidently. And so I don't feel like it was a, a waste of time. I believe that every thing that happens in us in our life, every opportunity, everything that we've gone through is part of our life road. Mm-hmm. And we learn lessons through each of that. So just because you find yourself pivoting doesn't mean that whatever uh, time you spent in that other career or that other phase was a waste. It was a time and an opportunity to learn. Yeah. It was a learning process. So like a lot of the things that I've learned in the pharmacy world, I've actually been able to apply to my entrepreneur um, yep. business. So I teach my clients how to be professional. So not only do I help um, transformation seekers clearly define their purpose and confidently advance towards that purpose, I help wellness experts craft their story and share their compelling message on any platform so that they can attract and connect with their ideal clients worldwide to to really to really thrive. And so I've taken these lessons that I've learned in the from the pharmacy world and kind of applied them into this business of mine. So I don't feel like it was a waste. It was an amazing learning experience. Yeah. And so I think that's the way we should go about it, the way we should think about it when we when we're uh, uh, debating whether or not we should pivot. Right. No, I think you bring what you learned with you to your next experience. Um, and it can only, you know, enrich that. Um, how did you find your purpose? Oh, so that's actually another great question. Um, there are certain key moments in my life that happened the last few years that have really helped me find my purpose. Um, The first probably happened about three years ago, 2017. I was at a family wedding and this was when I was working as a pharmacist full-time and I was wearing this uh, gold sequined dress and I was sitting there at the wedding you know, I lived this beautiful life from the outside. I had this great career, great job, um, making great money, um, great family, great friends. I mean, I was like, I was living the dream life from the outside, right? And I had this beautiful gold dress. So I was like, you know, super stunning. (laughs) Um, But I was sitting there and I felt that I wasn't, I was in a bubble. Like, have you ever felt like that where you feel like, uh, like you're looking at the world from the the, you're looking at the world and you're you're trapped in this little bubble and you you're not completely engaging with that outside world. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So I was I was I felt like I was in this bubble of like self-doubt. I was like um I wasn't fully fulfilled and I realized mm-hmm. that in that moment looking out and watching everyone interact um and I mean it, a wedding is a happy occasion but I felt that I couldn't couldn't quite get to that level. And it was like discerning, like this, uh, it was disturbing. Why? I mean, I was living this beautiful, amazing life on the outside. Why mm-hmm. couldn't, why couldn't I express and be fully content and, and enjoy the moment? And that's when it hit me that I need not just to wear gold. I needed to be gold. Love that. I needed to be a genuine, original, loving dreamer. It was at this moment that I discovered this acronym, first of all, and realized that I needed to be more genuinely me, express myself more authentically, express my original ideas, express who I am inside, and not hide it behind this, this, uh, this professional um, aura um, that didn't quite encompass all of who I am. 
-hmm. And I also needed to really kind of go after more of what I loved, pursue the things that I love to do, pursue my dreams. And so I needed to be a genuine, original, loving dreamer. And it was at this moment that I realized that this was what was missing. So this was three years ago. And soon after that, I started uh, writing uh, poetry and performing poetry again. And so I kind of want to go back um, 20 plus years ago, I wrote my first book. I was 12 years old and I wrote a book. It was called The Midnight Show. And I, I had it, um, I actually ended up having published. I know, I saw it on Amazon. <laughs> and so it's, so The Midnight Show is about this sky that lights up and how all of nature stops to watch this, this explosion of light. And it's akin to how when we shine our light, the world will stop and take notice. And so I wrote this book when I was 12 and it all rhymes. It all rhymes. It's got Van Gogh inspired art and it's so super creative and inspiring. 12, I wrote this when I was 12 and it took me 20 plus years <laughs> to remind myself that I was, I'm creative, yeah. that I, I can rhyme, that I can inspire people with my rhymes. And so I, I started writing, I started writing again and I started performing again. Um, and the more I did it, I went from voicing my frustrations about life and specifically the dating world, because I was, you know, out there dating at the time. So I was getting out all those frustrations and um, on stage um, doing spoken word, stand up um, at open mic nights. And so the more I performed, the more I gave myself permission to fully express and be me, um, the more I was able to release those frustrations about life and then get into that inspirational uh, part of me that no, now I wasn't um, anxious or frustrated. I was really looking more to inspire others. And so my spoken word became more um, inspirational mm -hmm. um, and motivational. And uh, it just kind of happened. And so um, that's kind of how I started becoming a transformational rhythmic speaker uh, when I just realized who I am. And I yeah. think that a lot of us kind of forget who we are. Um, and when you look back at your previous, at your, at, at your childlike self, yeah. and you give yourself the time to really dive into your childlike dreams, um, it can really be enlightening. So I had a client who, uh, one of the exercises that I, I do with my clients is tapping into your childlike dreams and your adult, your current dreams, your present mm -hmm. dreams. And so she was going through this exercise and she found that the, those dreams that she had as a child and the ones that she has now were very similar. And so sometimes we forget, we're like, I don't have any dreams. Like, I don't know what I want to do. But when you give yourself the time and the energy to kind of dig deeper, to go back to where, to our childlike self, um, it kind of helps to, um, to start dreaming again. Yeah. I see that over and over again. The more, the more guests that I interview on the show, more often than not, it goes back to that childhood dream. And I just mm. think it's so fascinating that we kind of know ourselves really well as an, as a child before we get all this otherworldly influence. And then yeah. we have to kind of grow up and then tap back into it and remember like, Oh wait, <laughs> I right. did this once before. This was yes. my passion. Yes. This right. brought and me it, joy. It's just so interesting how that happens. And for whatever reason, we stopped doing that because maybe we were told, hey, that's not what girls do or, right. hey, that's not possible or that's not going to make money or, um, and it, it kind of, it might've been because maybe that particular person telling us had tried and failed that themselves. 
Mm. Or they may have been told that same thing from someone else. So, I mean, it's all these different environmental factors that play in to why we never really pursued those childlike dreams. Um, and so kind of taking the time and giving yourself um, permission to explore that again can be so very just enlightening. Um, yeah. I I wonder this myself sometimes because I, I feel this burning desire to help help change people's minds, perspectives, like just help them live a better life, help them wake up to the possibilities. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Where does that come from? Because for me, it was, it's a very recent, I would, I mean, I'm 40 now, I would say the last five years, I've been feeling like this is something I want to help create this ripple effect. What, where does that come from? I think, you know what, I think it's because you are clearly, you have your purpose clearly defined. You know what you're doing, you know why. Uh, you're living out your soul purpose. And there's something so empowering and um, just so amazing and incredible about that. You're shining your light so bright. In fact, right now on the screen, you look like a, just a beautiful ray of light. And so you can't help but to, to want to help others step into the light as well, to right. shine their light, because they're so, it's so incredible when you're in that space, when you're no longer living in the dark, um, or you're no longer um, frustrated about life, and you're, um, it's just, it's just a sad place to be in when you're right. like that, because you want to tear people down, you want to bring them down to their level. But when you are at where you're at right now, where you are content, you're happy, you're aligned with your purpose, it makes sense that you want to lift people up and bring right. people, people up with you and help them shine your light. Because when you're shining your light, it creates that ripple effect, it creates more light. Right. And so I think that's where it comes from. It's the fact that you're shining your light, you're living out your purpose, and now you feel compelled to help others, to pull others together, to help, um, to help uh, others thrive. And that actually aligns with my vision in life. The reason why I'm on this mission to help transformation seeker, seekers and wellness experts is because my vision is to create this unity among us to create this unity within our community and the world. And that comes from what shining our light, shining our individual light, because when you shine your light, it creates that ripple effect and you shine more light and then you touch others and then they shine their light and that cancels out the dark. Yes. And so when we can shine our lights internally, dive deep and, and find our gold, find what it is that makes us genuine, original, loving dreamer, you feel more worthy. You feel like you have more value, that you have something to give and to share and to, to really contribute to the world. So you're not looking to push and pull and like claw your way up to the top or like, or you're looking to really kind of bring out the gold in others. Yes. Yes. And so I think that's where it comes from, this drive that you have to help, to help others. I see it with, I mean, so many coaches, I think that's just an inherent thing with a coach. You become a coach because you want to light that fire in someone else, get them as happy as you are, let them realize like you have so much potential. And I, I'm sure you see it too in people, right? Yeah. Like you probably look at people and you can see, but they can't see it and exactly. give them their vision. Exactly. And so that actually, um, hits on another point. It's we can motivate people, right? But it takes that self internal motivation to really get it going. Mm -hmm. We can't walk, walk for someone else. We can't make the moves for someone else. What we can do is to, to motivate them to, to initially start to motivate themselves. Right. And so um, I, that's what I seek to do. And I, the re, that's the reason why I integrate spoken word into, into my practice, into my program, because spoken word is rhythmic poetry. It speaks to your soul. Yes. And so oftentimes we let our minds shut ourselves down. 
we tell our mind tells our tells us that we're not good enough that we can't do it like who are who am i to to try yes. this new new thing who am i like other people are can do it other people can got this like they don't need me i don't like you tell yourself such negative things and you shut yourself down so mm-hmm. when but when i'm speaking with spoken word when i like i'm not speaking to your mind i'm speaking to your soul yeah and so it helps you to really kind of start listening with your your soul responds and just and you start to to develop this this internal motivation to to really start digging deep and to find your gold because until you can find your gold until you know your worth and value it's going to be really hard to start making those forward moves because you're mm-hmm. not going to feel that you're that it, it's worth the time or that you're worth that you you have the value to give or you're not it's so it comes from really tapping into your gold, your genuine, original, loving dreamer attributes so that you know that it's that you're worth it, that you're worthy, that you are capable. Because until you believe that you are capable, that you are worthy, that you are of value, you believe that you are not. Right. And so it's it's just really important that you that you believe in yourself, that you believe that you are capable, that you are worthy, that you are of value so that you can start investing in yourself. Yeah. There's so many people right now in, in everything that's been going on since this quarantine and this pandemic that have had to shift and or just sort of waking up and realizing like life is really short and yeah. I think it also kind of challenged our ideas on what we can do. Like we were talking earlier that I'm closing my office and I, that was a story I told myself for 12 years that I wasn't productive at home. I had to have an office outside of my house. And when it came down to it and I was pretty much, it was, I had no other choice. Um, my kids are home. So I had to be home with them. It, I was shocked <laughs> that, <sighs> oh, actually, <laughs> this is actually pretty great. Um, so I think a lot of people are in a position now where they're all of a sudden their stories have, have been changed for them and mm. now are thinking, well, how can I move forward? How can I keep going? How can I'm happy? So how do I keep being happy? How do I not yeah. go back to something that wasn't making me happy before? Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point that you make. We tell ourselves these stories um, and then they become the story of our life we tell ourselves that this this is the way it is, this is how it's gonna be, this is it. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to, right. to explore the different uh, paths, mm-hmm. to explore different opportunities, to explore um, different uh, viewpoints because we tell ourselves this is, this is it. And so I think that there's, um, it, it takes, I guess, courage to really kind of start to see outside of that bubble right. and to explore the unknown, What's to the give f- yourself permission to explore the unknown. What do you think the first question should be that you ask yourself? Oh, that's, a, that's another great question. The first question that you could ask yourself to really start making those forward moves I think it really takes, um, it's not just one question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really asking yourself, what are your core values and your future goals? Mm-hmm. What are your core values and your future goals? What do you hold dear? What do you value? Um, sometimes people say that they value time, that they value um, money, that they value family, friends, uh, connection. So when you start tapping into what your core values are and your future goals, and then you ask yourself, is what I'm doing, does that align with my core values and my future goals? Right. Um, and if the answer is no, <laughs> then perhaps um, there needs to be a change. Um, right. Perhaps maybe we should consider making that pivot, um, taking that core, uh, that turn, um, 
and uh, exploring new options and new opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. And I think at that point, that's when we can start to kind of more align with our purpose and moving towards our purpose. So how have you taken your passion and purpose and actually made a sustainable business out of that? <laughs> so it, it started off with transformation rhythmic speaking. It started off with uh, speaking at different events, um, mm-hmm. being a spoken word artist, inspiring people with spoken word. Um, and then it kind of uh, transitioned into a life coaching or what I call an empowerment guru um, business where I've been able to help my clients um, with, again, clearly defining their purpose and confidently advancing towards that purpose. And then also helping wellness experts in particular craft their story and share their compelling message on any platform to Mm -hmm. really build that their clientele and their grow their business organically. So um, it's just kind of um, developed. The more I open myself up to different opportunities, the more I thought of how can I really help others? Because that's what my sole purpose is to do is to help others live out their dream life, pursue all of their passions. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this is my business, Doc Peace, has really given me the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. Because I know plenty of people, if you think about this in steps, like the epiphany of like, wow, I'm not happy. Okay, I know that now. This is the direction I want to go. Okay, great. How do I get there? I have this job that financially supports my family, myself. How do I get from A to B? and make that a sustainable business? Is it networking? Is it social media? Is it advertising? Is it marketing? Is it all these things together? You know, I think that's something that holds people back all the time. I know Mm -hmm. I've seen people, in my experience, and it sounds hokey, but I always feel like there's certainly a hell of a lot of effort. But if you are following your passion, the money seems to just show up. Yes. Do you find that too? I completely agree with that. When you're aligned with your purpose, when you're pursuing that purpose, when you are uh, your authentic self, um, a lot of people want to form connections with you. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you start connecting with this person and then that person and then opportunities start opening. And and it's just, it's just incredible what can happen when you're aligned with your purpose. And oftentimes we let our fear of the unknown kind of stop us from making those forward moves. So we don't do anything. We just sit in that um, comfortable zone that we've built for around ourselves and that that's it. And so I think the, the, the biggest, the most important step is to, to really dive deep and to really hone in on our true value. Because once you start um, pulling out the value and the worth in yourself, then you know that whatever you need to do to start living out your purpose is worthwhile. Right. That, that the time, the energy and all of that is, is, is worthwhile because you find that you're, you're valuable. You, it's, it's worth it that you're putting yourself out there because when you think about it, Every person has a certain set of innate gifts and talents. And not one of it, one, one person has the same gifts and talents and can use their gifts and talents in the same way as someone else. So right. if you're not expressing yourself and, and sharing your innate gifts and talents and your qualities with others, then you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing others a disservice because no one can actually express and, and share the same things that you can. Right. And so when we think of it like that, it's like, wow, you know, maybe I should share what I have to give. Maybe I should start contributing um, and sharing my qualities and um, really, um, really being more authentically myself. Right. And so I think it kind of starts from there, like realizing your value and your worth, and then knowing that the world needs you. The world needs you to start expressing and fully contributing um, your gifts and talents. Yeah. So, I mean, even our connection, I found you um, through a conference that we had done together, um, a networking event 
but I've also then went and immediately found you on all social media platforms I could find you on because I needed more. Um, where are do, where do you see a lot of uh, connection? Is it? I mean, I get it would be different for every industry, but you know, for you, where are you finding your audiences connecting with you and actually interacting? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great question as well. But I wanted to kind of. Uh, answer your other question. Sure, sure. I'm not <laughs> sure if I did that fully, but um, when you said that you heard me speak at another event or um, and then you connected with me then, that's actually another reason why I went from being just a speaker to an empowerment guru because people wanted more. Yeah. And I felt that I had more to give, that I could really help others on a one-to-one -one basis, really tap into their sole purpose, and not just through speaking, but through working working on um, on them, on their goals, on their purpose directly. So that's kind of what led me to, to becoming not just a speaker, but a life coach as well. Um, and so when you ask where people find me on uh, what platform, um, it's a variety because I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um, and those are probably my, my most, um, uh, I guess my most, uh, Interactive how you say, or... interactive yeah. <laughs> crowd. Um, and those are the ones I really like. Um, but um, I'm also on LinkedIn and on YouTube and mm -hmm. Twitter. Um, but Facebook and Instagram, I feel I have the most engagement yes. on those two platforms. Um, and I think it's important to, to really um, note the target audience. Mm -hmm. So when you're forming a business, you kind of, the first question is, who's your target audience? This has actually been one of the toughest questions, honestly, for me to answer because, you know, I want to help everyone. Right, I, sure. My, my words, my, my the inspirational uh, messages that I deliver can be really uh, powerful and helpful for everyone. Um, and so, um, so when asked what my target audience is like it's like the world i know <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to answer that question in a narrow way ever yeah right yeah. um and so um but my my target audience is actually on instagram and facebook so mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on both of those platforms at doc peace yeah well i told you um when we had spoken before my kids both listened to I think it was the talk where you were talking about, uh, well, you were talking to your younger self, that one. Oh, and my, my daughter's 10, my son is 13. They're both going through a lot of changes and that spoke to them, both of them. I just, they're usually very chatty. They're usually very, they don't sit still. <laughs> they oh. sat still and oh you could gosh. see it on their faces. They were like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm that little girl. I'm that, that boy right now. Um, wow. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, you can't say, I guess, a target audience because you never know what you're going to say and how it's going to affect whoever's listening. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, what I've learned is that a target audience is who you're targeting and your, um, in your media pitches and like in your messages, but right. that does not necessarily mean that that's the only people who you're going to be reaching. Right. And just like your, my messages were, able to reach your your 10 and 13 year old son who may be actually outside of my target right. quote, target audience but um but you never know who who your messages are gonna are gonna touch i know as a brand know. strategist that's like rule number one niche down <laughs> but i i, I don't agree with some people i don't agree i think yes your marketing has to have a target but at the same time with what you do, it's so much bigger than that. Um, how does it feel when you get that kind of feedback? When somebody says like, wow, you, you know, something that you put out there and how it affected them. Is that, oh, what does that feel like? It warms my heart. In fact, so much that I have to stop in that moment and absorb it all. Um, and I tell myself to breathe and take the time to receive that. Um, I think all too, all too often someone tells us something um, and uh, we don't take the time to receive that and to share that gratitude in that moment. 
Um, and so when someone tells me that my words or my messages or um, whatever I'm putting out there um, has touched them, that they, they took the time to listen with their heart and to hear what I had to say or to read what I had to say, um, it reminds me of why I'm doing this. I've it, it's just another reminder that this is my purpose and this is why I'm moving towards this purpose so diligently. Um, so um, because I'm helping people right. um, and that's what I feel like I'm put on this planet to do. Um, I wasn't when I was a kid, I wanted to help people and I became a doctor to help people. But this is this becoming doc peace is really my mission to help people really tap into their sole purpose and help themselves. Yeah. Help people help themselves. And so, um, yeah, thank you for listening with your heart and of course. listening how, with your soul. Oh, well, how so anyone that's listening to this i'm sure is thinking like i need more of her <laughs> i need her in my life i'm sure there's so many people listening to this that think like i need that i want that transformation how do you have programs how can people connect with you in that way yeah um i would love to connect with you further uh, the best way to connect with me would be to uh reach out to me on my website docpeaceofmind.com again it's doc peaceofmind.com. We can set up a free one-on-one -on -one discovery call to see how we can really empower your confidence and get you moving towards your purpose. Um, whether that be um, speaking on a, on a stage to, to share your business or just kind of getting it going, getting it going. Um, and even if you don't know what your purpose is yet, will help you define, clearly define that purpose and get you on, get you back on track um, with your life purpose. Um, and so, yeah, discovery calls at docpeaceofmind.com. Perfect. And I actually want to invite everyone to um, join me. Uh, I go um, on my Facebook website. Um, it's a private group of transformation seekers and uh, achievers, transformation seekers and achievers. Uh, and you can join me on bit.ly forward slash doc piece. Um, it's bit.ly forward slash join doc piece. Um, and then every Wednesday I go live giving trainings on how you can really, really move, start moving towards your purpose. Oh, so that's wonderful. there's a couple different options there. Um, and we'll put all of these links in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, um, yeah, if you really feel called to just get on the phone right now um, and connect with me um, after listening to this, uh, you can text GOLD, just G-O-L-D, to 619-363-5490. Again, that's GOLD to 619-363-5490. And we'll hop on a call immediately. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Do you think you could leave us with a little inspirational poem? Oh, of course. Of hey. course, Sandra. <laughs> okay. Um, to prepare for this message, I invite you to take a deep breath with me. And, and out. In high school, I developed a mirror face, an expression my face would automatically fold into each time I encountered my reflection. I draw my mouth into a thin line. In a subconscious attempt to hide the voluptuousness of my full lips, my friends would tease me, placing real or more often pretend mirrors in front of my face to see it contort, and each time, each time that girl in the mirror would comply, presenting herself with my features modified. I since learned that many of us go through life with our mirror face on, 
presenting a version of ourselves we want others to see until eventually our reflection becomes nothing more than opposed existence. It's exhausting. See, even though it's subconsciously done, our subconscious runs over 90% of our entire mind. So soon, that negativity that comes from masking our true selves brings forth more and more negativity and self-doubt. It's no wonder why they say we are our biggest critic. When each encounter with a mirror yields self-ridicule, why do we let ourselves tear ourselves down? It's high time we turn the conversation with our inner selves around. See, we are only as strong as our weakest thoughts. So we must strengthen our minds to welcome only positive vibes. Consider this. Next time we meet ourselves in the eyes, give a self-compliment. Speak life into our lives. The other day, I tried this. I looked myself in the eyes, mirror face off with an attitude of gratitude. Praising my features rather than noting my flaws. And my inner self responded. Thank you for acknowledging my existence. It's you you're intended to be. And if not you, then who would you see when you looked in the mirror? It may be foggy now, but your voice will make it clear. And I said, you're welcome. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Kendra. Thank you so much for having me on your beautiful, beautiful podcast. Uh, I've enjoyed connecting with you yes. and your tribe of unicorns. Well, thank you. I, it's been an honor to have you with us. Thank you, Peace, for coming on our show and sharing your beautiful message. If anybody would like to connect with Doc Peace, her website is docpeaceofmind.com, or you can go to tribeofunicorns.com, and I will have all her links there, as well as in the show notes of this episode. She's offering our audience a free discovery call. So if you're stuck and trying to define and find your purpose, definitely go to tribeofunicorns.com and schedule your call with Doc Peace. Thanks for listening in again, guys. I am back next week with my guest, Casey Marandino. She is a spiritual transformational coach, and she's going to tell us all about how she made that a thriving business. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.